Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Andrew Scheer joins us, the Conservative Party leader. Mr. Scheer, thank you for the time. Have you ever seen a week like this one in your political career? Uh, not at all. I have been a member of Parliament since 2004. I have never seen uh, what we saw this week. You know, we uh, let's just back up a little bit and, and remember that Justin Trudeau's first response to the allegations that were in, uh, exposed in the Global Mail were that the allegations were false and that Jody Wilson-Raybould never went to him with any problems and that he never put pressure on her. Uh, well, we now know that wasn't true. He's lost two senior cabinet ministers. He lost his principal advisor. And this week started off, it seems like a, a lifetime ago, but the resignation of the clerk of the Privy Council. And uh, that prompted, a, that led right into uh, $41 billion of new spending, uh, with the budget trying to change the channel from the scandal, the Liberal-dominated Justice Committee shutting it down, uh, shutting down the only public investigation, and now further efforts by Ms. Philpott to get the story out, and Trudeau still not letting her do it. I've never seen anything like it. No, and then you have the CEO of uh, Lavalin, SSC Lavalin, giving an interview to the Canadian press and saying as far as they were concerned and uh, the request for remediation or their effort to get a remediation instead of a criminal trial had nothing to do with the 9,000 jobs. That, that, that was a bombshell, Roy. Uh, you, you know, and uh, as do I, because I was in the House of Commons when he said it time and time again, Justin Trudeau claiming that he was motivated by those jobs, that he said that they were at risk, that the head office could move to Montreal, uh, out of Montreal. And you're right, the CEO of SNC-Lavalin point blank said that he never said that to anybody in the government. And when he was asked where they might, where Trudeau might have got that idea, he literally said, I don't know why people make stuff up. That is unbelievable. And what struck me about his interview, the, uh, the CEO of SNC-Lavalin, he seems to know the law better than Justin Trudeau because he went on to say the law prevents the prosecutor from looking at economic impacts. And so they never made that case to the government they were, or to the prosecutor. They were only focusing on, on complying. So Justin Trudeau's last remaining explanation has been completely shattered. What do you make of the fact that, as you pointed out, two senior cabinet ministers, two very senior cabinet ministers, Jane Philpott and Jody Wilson-Raybould, left the cabinet. Both, well, Dr. Philpott saying that she had uh, lost confidence in uh, the government's handling of the SNC case. Jody Wilson-Raybould saying she had a lot more to say and uh, now has written that letter to Anthony Housefather, the chair of the Justice Committee, declaring she'll make texts and emails she referenced in her Justice Committee testimony available to the committee. What, what do you make, what do you think is going on within, within that party? I mean, he can't, Mr. Trudeau can't dismiss Jane Philpott or Jody Wilson-Raybould, because that would just create more trouble. What, what do you think is going on in, in, inside that party? Uh, well, I, I believe there's a, there's a cover-up, and I believe that Justin Trudeau has made the political calculation that the pain of the cover-up, the pain of the, 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 the almost weekly resignation and the, the almost daily revelation of new information, that the pain of all that, all the, the media criticism, the, the public back, backlash, that all of that is better for him than the truth itself coming out. And that tells me that there must be something that he's pretty desperate to hide. Uh, he was, again, yesterday saying that nothing is stopping 
these two individuals from saying whatever they like. If that's true, then why not just formalize it? Why not just say, okay, what do you need? You know, you, you need a waiver for A, B, and C or X, Y, and Z. Here it is. Go into the House of Commons. Go back to the Justice Committee. Get up on the corner of a, you know, uh, Bloor and, and, and Young in, in Toronto, say whatever you like, and then deal with that. But clearly, he doesn't want that to come to light. So that's my takeaway from this, is that there's something even worse to come. Tell us about what, uh, the, you know, what, what was the genesis and the decision that you made to respond and react as you did by keeping everybody busy overnight? Well, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. You know, we made the decision not to sit in the House of Commons and listen to the budget, uh, because... Justin Trudeau that earlier that day had shown his contempt for Parliament by shutting down the Justice Committee. So, you know, Bill Morneau came into the House, tabled his budget early, went out, started uh, doing media appearances uh, just hours after thumbing his nose at Parliament by shutting down the only public investigation. So we decided that we were not going to be used as props. If he was going to have that kind of contempt for Parliament, uh, we weren't going to just sit there and be an audience uh, for the government. Uh, and, uh, and so that's why we reacted to the budget the way we did. In terms of the voting, though, I actually would like to put this back on the Liberals themselves, because the first vote that evening, Wednesday evening, was on a motion to extend the waiver to allow Jody Wilson-Raybould to complete her testimony, to speak to the things that happened after January 14th and up until the time she resigned from Cabinet. Uh, the Liberals voted that down. That is what triggered all the other votes. So at any time throughout those two, two days, they could have got up and said, OK, we're going to extend the waiver, we're going to fully waive privilege, lift the gag order, and, uh, and, and it could have ended. So they preferred to keep their MPs there voting for almost 32 hours to keep this cover-up going. It's really concerning, and I agree with you. It sounds very much like there's information that Mr. Trudeau will go to almost any lengths to keep from the Canadian people. And it sounds to me like, and as it does to you, that he's heavily engaged in that. That's why Jody Wilson-Raybould isn't speaking. That's why Jane Philpott said what she said. That's why uh, Selena Cesar Chavan uh, expressed her total disappointment and frustration with uh, with Mr. Trudeau. Let me ask you this, Mr. Shear. We have about a minute and a half left here. There's been speculation that Mr. Trudeau may feel so beleaguered that he may call a summer election uh, immediately after the Alberta election is finished. What do you say? Well, that would be a further sign of his well, it would. Uh, de- de- desperation to prevent the truth from coming out. Uh, we, I will point out, we have fixed election laws on the books, so uh, he would have to break that law in order to do that. Uh, he's been accused of, of, of uh, certainly uh, coming very close to breaking the law on the SNC-Lavalin affair, so I think he should be very careful about considering that as an option. But look, we'll be ready. It's It's one of the... It's his choice as prime minister. It's our, our system gives him that ability. Uh, but as I said, you know, we do have those fixed election laws that he should respect. But if he does, we're ready. We've got uh, almost all our candidates nominated across the country. We have a few more to go in the next few weeks. And if he wants to go to the Canadian people in the immediate aftermath of this scandal, I'm, I'm fully prepared to do, to do that. If he wants to have the next election, uh, a referendum on his uh, lack of ethics, his uh, corruption scandal... And his handling of of the economy, you know, more and more Canadians are telling me that life is getting harder and harder. It's harder to get ahead. You're making uh, it sound like the election started. I have 30 seconds left. What what are you anticipating this coming week? 
Well, you know, we're going to continue to push. Uh, we have the Ethics Committee investigation starting on Tuesday. Uh, Justin Trudeau can decide to, uh, to to cooperate with that or not. Uh, we're going to be calling on the public to put pressure on that. That's that's really our next step is to make sure that the Ethics Committee investigation does not get shut down the way the Justice Committee went did. All right. Mr. Shear, thank you for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.